This is the show that pulls back the industry curtain. We're exploring pop culture, music icons, and food gods. It's the Jeremiah Show with Dr. D. Broadcasting from the HJL Hospitality and Evolve Studios in LA and KZSB AM 1290 and FM 96.9 Santa Barbara or somewhere from the road. He's opened and fixed more than 200 restaurants, bars, nightclubs, hotels, and neighborhood joints around the globe. He's an industry driver, an author, and a columnist. He's a restaurateur with legendary rock star Mick Fleetwood in Fleetwood's on Front Street in Lahaina, Maui. And he's your radio host. And now, back from a race around the sun, Jeremiah Higgins. Por el amor de una mujer. Sin saber si comprender. Yo no quiero nuestra voz. Welcome to the Jeremiah Show. Last year, if you guys recall, we did um, a in-depth, we called it the Fall Restaurant Series, and we did a really great restaurant series with the Acme Hospitality Group here in Santa Barbara. I believe they've got nine restaurants. We went to every single one of them, and we finished with Lokita. Now, a year goes by. We, we talked to Sherry back in November of 2021 and the year goes by and restaurants reopen and everybody got real busy so we are actually just now bringing you Lokita the final restaurant in the series I had the pleasure of speaking with the general manager Gerardo Ibarra and executive chef Sergey Simonov here is that interview enjoy Hello, Jeremiah. Good to see you again. <laughs> I'm very excited to be here to talk about Lokita. As you know, Lokita really was born um, out of the idea that um, we wanted to create really what I would we, we call a love letter to Santa Barbara. Um, the, you know, Santa Barbara is renowned for its um, love of Spanish architecture and art and flavors and music and language and we wanted to really create something that was an ode to the roots of all of that really going back to spain and digging in deep into an authentic spanish concept in, a, in an authentic Spanish restaurant. The location um, where Loquita is, is a Spanish style building um, that was built um, also in the 1920s um, in, on State Street. And it really, it just, it's quintessentially Santa Barbara. Um, it was built, you know, in, in the spirit of Spanish um, colonial architecture on State Street, which is arguably sort of the primary commercial corridor within our community. And to create an, uh, a restaurant in that building that was just iconic um, in representing what the Spanish roots of 
food and wine and culture was really, you know, we were very excited about it. And as we came up with the ideas for that, we also wanted to make sure that Lokita was very fun and playful. Our first restaurant was the Lark and the Lark is designed to be, it's very masculine in its design orientation as it represents industrial ideas and sort of rooted in the railroad and rooted in sort of the industrial past of the funk zone. And so Lokita, one block away, we wanted to be sort of a counterplay to that. And so we created an idea around something very feminine. Um, and we, that's why we named it Lokita was as an ode to a playful young girl who, you know, loved to be a little bit crazy and a little bit wild, but, you know, also just very fun and playful. And so that's how the name Lokita was born to celebrate that sort of feminine energy and feminine playfulness while staying rooted in, in Spain and its, you know, sort of Spanish culture and representation. So we, we dug in hard with Lokita. We actually took my two daughters to Spain and spent, you know, a couple of weeks touring all over Barcelona as well as in the San Sebastian area, really going from restaurant to restaurant and building to building to try to make sure that we were staying very true to what Spain you know, was all about as it relates to food and wine and, and design and, you know, sort of brought back a number of ideas that we married with a very talented team of designers and, and chefs. And that's how, you know, we kind of created the space at Lokita. We wanted Lokita to also be more modern, again, as sort of an opposite attraction to what the Lark was all about, which was very rooted in vintage and history and sort of this industrial past. We wanted Lokita to be more forward thinking and, you know, not only feminine, but also very modern. And so a lot of the design elements that we chose for Lokita, the lighting and the flooring and some of the wood materials, we wanted to represent that more modern, but still urban sophistication of what you might find actually in Madrid or in Barcelona. Barcelona. And so, you know, one of the kind of interesting design elements at Lokita is we have three large mirrors that line along the back bar. And these mirrors were actually hand carved by family in New Mexico. We had them custom fabricated. And this particular family has been carving wood frames in New Mexico for six generations. And they're really just incredible artisans and craftsmen. We designed and they carved the three mirrors specifically for Lokita, which is really kind of fun. And it brings the idea of sort of New Mexico and sort of the new world from Spain, which was part of what we were trying again to sort of bring forward into this modern sensibility of what the Spanish Spanish roots are all about. One sort of interesting story about Lokita is when we were digging hard into the history of Spanish culture and its influence in the city of Santa Barbara, we also dug in deep to the Chumash culture and, and sort of understanding the confluence of the Spanish arrival into the Santa Barbara region and what that meant to the Chumash people. So as we developed Lokita, we wanted to also honor the Chumash and not exclude them as really the original 
residents of this community and particularly where it's located. Lokita is located on the corner of Yananali and State Street and Chief Yananali, um, actually the street Yananali is the only street in Santa Barbara to be named after a Shumash chief. And the location of the intersection of Yananali and State Street was actually a very important political location for the Shumash originally, where they held a lot of their sort of governmental meetings. It was where all the chiefs and elders from from tribes all around the area would come to meet and Chief Yananali would sort of hold court there. And so we wanted to make sure that we were honoring the tradition of the Shumash at the same time. And so we worked with the coastal tribe of the Shumash and we held a blessing ceremony in the middle of the dining room at Lokita with two of their elders who were very, very special women. It was really interesting because we had just spent almost a year, you know, designing and and renovating the space. And we were right at the final end and they built a bonfire in the middle of the dining room on the brand new Spanish tile floors. And at the time I was like, we're just going to lean into it and go with it. And I'm sure it's going to be all right. And even if it left a marker, you know, it was going to be representative of their connection to, to the space and the building. And it was a very powerful, very beautiful ceremony that we had all of our opening staff attend. We honored the Shumash as the original residents of this area. And we also talked a lot about healing and about forgiveness of some of the darker sides of the Spanish coming into this area and all the positive things that have also come out of their arrival. And I felt it was a very moving experience. And and the, the women who represented the tribe who came with us, I, I think would agree and felt the same. And we had a lot of tears and it was a very emotional ceremony. And at the end, I it felt very, very healing. It was a very positive connection between sort of Spanish roots of Santa Barbara and, and what the Shumash were, were all about. So that's, and then we took all the ashes from the bonfire we built in the dining room and we um, spread them all around the property, which was very cool. Um, and particularly on a tree that we had planted in the middle of the patio to sort of nourish that tree and sort of help that tree be able to grow. And it was just a very special opportunity for us to be able to include them in what mattered with the, with the restaurant. And Lokita is, you know, we are very proud of Lokita, the quality of the food and the cocktail program coming out of Lokita, I think speak for itself. You know, we've won lots of awards and recognition just as Lark has <laughs> real gin tonics. And we, we continue to sort of innovate with the, as you know, the gin tonic is the sort of king of cocktails in Spain. And, you know, we have a constantly seasonally rotating selection of gin tonics, which is very fun. You can go to bars that have nothing but gin tonics. We'll have 50 different ones, which is really fun too. That's been a great experience. And we launched with, with an all Spanish wine list, which was also very unique. It was a risk. You know, we took a little bit of a gamble to open an all a Spanish wine list in a restaurant in, a, in the middle of wine country. It's not to say that we don't love Santa Barbara County wines because we sell lots and lots of Santa Barbara County wines in all of our restaurants. And we ended up with a, a small selection of wines from Santa Barbara County on the Lokita wine list that 
that also represented the same types of varieties or the same types of styles that you might find in Spain, but it was a predominantly Spanish wine list. And that was fun, but it was also very challenging because we had to educate our staff on whole new type of winemaking, a whole new, all new varietals, you know, all new winemakers. So it took a lot of time and energy in education and training, not only for our staff, but then for our guests to be able to, when a guest comes in and asks for a particular wine that they're familiar with, we needed to be able to make a recommendation of a Spanish wine that would be most like what they were looking for with weight and you know, the dryness and intensity. And so it was a big challenge in the beginning. And, but one I'm glad that we, you know, really invested in and stuck, stuck through with, because I think it's turned into one of the signature experiences at the restaurant where, you know, you can come in and and even just the language was a challenge. I mean, not all of our staff speak Spanish and all, so learning a whole wine list that was in a foreign language. And sometimes it wasn't even in Spanish. It was in Catalan or in Basque. And so now we're like learning a whole new alphabet and trying to understand what all these wines were about. It was fascinating. Cuando se marea dolores, cuando se quema de amores, cuando se inmala su vela, cuando se inmala dolores, cuando se inmala dolores, cuando se quema de amores, cuando se inmala su vela, cuando se inmala su amor. Baila, 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 me esta rumba esta guitarra que yo siempre cantaré, pero no siempre cantaré, pero no siempre cantaré. Esta Mr. Restaurant is a tasty new segment on the Jeremiah Show. Host Will Knox, renowned restaurant real estate specialist, serves up a fresh look at the restaurant business. On the menu, celebrity chefs, startups, operators, deal makers, designers, and those are just some of the appetizers. Look for all of Mr. Restaurant shows. Tell your smart speaker to play the Jeremiah Show, Mr. Restaurant. Hi, I'm Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com. Hi, I'm Mariel Hemingway, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show.
Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, my name is Sergey Simonov, and I'm the executive chef here at Lokita in Santa Barbara. Um, just a little bit about me. Um, I've only been at Lokita for six months, but I've been with the Acme Hospitality Group for a long time. Um, I originally started out right after culinary school, joining uh, Chef Jason Paluska at the Lark um, in the Funk Zone. Um, back then, it was one of one of the most prominent restaurants that opened up in uh, 2013. It was the busiest, probably the coolest restaurant down here in the Funk Zone at the time. Um, I basically started off there, worked my way up, um, up the ranks, got promoted to a sous chef under Chef Jason. Um, and basically, uh, after school, stayed with Chef Jason and worked at Lark for the next almost seven years, um, which is pretty crazy for me. Um, as far as restaurants go, um, you know, Chef Jason taught me a lot about, you know, flavor and, and kind of pairing food together and what kind of this whole, his whole uh, kind of like Texas, San Francisco food style was all about. So I did that, um, you know, got a call from a good buddy of mine who opened up um, a restaurant down in San Diego, um, got in touch with celebrity chef Brian Malarkey. Um, Patrick Jackson was the, one of the original sous chefs at Lark, got me a kind of the in with that whole situation down there. Um, met Chef Ryan and, and Christopher Puffer, went down there for an interview. Basically, you know, did my whole stage with them and they really loved what I was doing and they loved my whole style and my whole kind of, um, you know, my work ethic and the way I move and the way I kind of present myself. Um, got promoted with him, worked at, uh, Worked at Chef Brian Malarkey's flagship restaurant in San Diego, Urban Wood. Um, I was promoted to executive sous chef there as well in my first two years, um, and kind of worked with him for a long time. And it was it was really great to have that kind of celebrity chef background um, under my belt as well. You know, during that time, I appeared on uh, Discovery Plus Chop Next Gen um, with my co uh, chef Carlos Anthony. Uh, he and I had a great kind of support team together. We really, really dialed in that like California Mediterranean cuisine and really focused hard on that type of food. Um, so that's really what my whole kind of food is about these days. Um, during that time, you know, uh, Sherry called me, you know, once or twice, um, probably called me in my second year there, I think, and was like, hey, we're still, we're looking for someone to come down to Lokita. They were trying to recruit me for a long time i guess to come back um they were looking for me to be their executive uh executive sous chef um at the time but you know i was like you know i'm, I'm gonna say no i i'm only gonna come back for an executive chef role sure enough a year later here we are um i'm now six months in um into my first executive chef role um with acme hospitality here at lokita um something that i'm really trying to focus on is utilizing all that uh beautiful seafood that we have in santa barbara and not only that utilizing our beautiful california red oak that we use with our wood fire grill um really focusing on seasonal paellas but also really trying to push forward this uh seasonal california santa barbara coastal uh spanish cuisine um very inspired cuisine i would say um because of what santa barbara has to offer um but it's something that's really beautiful and something that we're really trying to showcase. Um, we re recently received uh, Michelin's Big Gourmand last year in 2021. Um, and we're only looking to move forward from that. So 
you know, trying to push the boundaries there um, and see and see what happens. Um, if you guys are around in Santa Barbara, come visit sunny Santa Barbara at Lokita, located on 202 State Street in downtown Fungso in Santa Barbara. One of the most beautiful parts about Lokita's cuisine is our very Spanish Mediterranean focused ingredients that we use. Um, we're using a lot of imported ingredients that are very specific to this cuisine. One of them being obviously, you know, uh, imported Spanish octopus. You know, it, it's, it comes from, you know, the Mediterranean, uh, very, very imported, very highly sought after ingredient, very expensive these days as well. Um, as well as our arroz bomba, which we use for all of our signature paellas, um, all gets imported. And not only that, our beautiful Spanish paprika that also gets imported. Um, one of these things about, you know, trying to utilize all these ingredients, which makes Lokita really special, is the fact that, you know, we were one of the only places in town or probably in, you know, in this part of, you know, the Central Coast really doing this type of cuisine. Um, you don't see a lot of paella, you know, focused restaurants around, but it really helps you to kind of focus and bring in that whole Spanish cuisine. I'll be running a special this weekend um, utilizing uh, Iberico Secreto, which is a very, very uh, highly sought after part of the uh, bellota pig. Um, it's, it's just a single, single cut um, from the shoulder section of, of this pig, which is super fatty, super delicious. Um, I'm going to run a really lovely special this weekend to kind of utilize and show people what this whole cuisine is all about. This is Sherry Villanueva, owner of Lokita Restaurant. Come check out our fall menu and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on Core Radio. Keep on rocking to the core. Core Radio. The Jeremiah Show airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Core Radio dot rocks. Hey there, I'm Caleb. I'm Becca. And I'm Joshua. And we, we are Girl Named Tom. Go to girlnamedtom.com to hear more of our music, buy merchandise, and learn about our story. You're listening to The Jeremiah Show. You've been listening to The Jeremiah Show. I am Miles Zuniga from Fastball. Hey, this is Tim. And this is Christian. We're L1011. Hi, this is Ron Sexsmith on The Jeremiah Show. 
And we're back with The Jeremiah Show. One of my biggest goals coming into Lokita, um, after having done kind of this whole California Mediterranean background at Urban Wood, um, and then kind of my my whole cuisine under learning under Chef Jason Beluska at the Lark, uh, I, I'm really trying to focus on focus in on seasonality here in Santa Barbara. One of the biggest things is we, we have all these amazing farmers out in Gaviota and Santa Maria and Lompoc. Not only that, but with wine country as well. Uh, I'm really trying to focus in on seasonality and, and bringing in these new dishes to the menu that are not only seasonal, but kind of like really tune into what, you know, what Santa Barbara is all about and what these what these farmers are trying to showcase. Uh, you know, we, we at Lark, we did a dish a couple years ago and we and we focused on El, Elwood Canyon Farms and it was this you know, Farmer Jack, and we used all of his ingredients for one salad. And that would kind of be a dream of mine is to really highlight one or two farmers out here. We're already using a couple farmers right now, Tutti Frutti Farms and Ryger Family Farms Peaches up north on our Melocophone salad. But something that really is, that really ties in this whole trying to focus on what these farmers are doing and what the cuisine is all about. So. With, with fall menu kind of rolling around as we hit kind of starting to hit the first week of September here, I really just want to, I'm putting on a couple new dishes that are also kind of warming, but kind of really starting to push into those fall flavors. You know, we have a duck pato paella on the menu right now with a warm harissa glaze, but I'm looking to kind of change that into something into maybe a paella de costillas with maybe some, some braised rib or short rib on there to really give some 
really warmth to it. But if you get a chance, come down to Santa Barbara or come up, drive up. Um, you'll find me here five days a week, six days a week. Once again, my name is Chef Sergei Simonov, and I'm the executive chef here at Lokita in the Funk Zone, Santa Barbara. Come visit us, see what we're all about. So Gerardo and I have a really great relationship here at Lokita. You know, we're, we're both, we both see day in and day out of this whole concept of a whole operation, not only from the food to the front of house and to the back house, back of house and all, everything together. Absolutely. It's a very co- cohesive unit, if you will, as it all ties in from food to beverage. I see chef's passion and it translates into his cuisine to me getting the staff up to speed on everything. That's where we tie in our free shifts, just giving information, new dishes, styles of cuisine, just equally as important, the beverage side. So, I mean, things that we're trying to really pair to really elevate that experience of the diners here at Lokita. We're both working so hard, I feel like, to make sure that the front of house and the back of house tie in together to make this experience so special here at Lokita. From the dining aspect to the food, like you said, and and everything in between. I mean, me and Chef, within that short amount of time, I think uh, we've been working together so closely that we even finish each other's sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) Sandwiches? Yeah, we finish each other's sandwiches. Truthfully, it's just, uh, it makes it very easy working with people that are just so passionate and really career-driven oriented, so been definitely a pleasure and uh, we look forward to some great things uh, for the future of Lokita. It's been a great year. We have our extended plaza for another. So we're definitely uh, very heavy with the volume here and excited. The energy stays and maintains at a high level and it's just really go, go, go in the beginnings as uh, the morning time to the evening. And you'll see us here all day long today. Quien tuviera los ojos de esa morena Bailando la cumbia se ve bien buena Pelo largo, boca que quema Labios rojos que me envenenan Quien tuviera los ojos de esa morena Bailando la cumbia se ve bien buena Pelo largo, boca que quema Labios rojos que me envenenan Si en el barrio no te puedo olvidar Tu pelón y tu rostro solo queda recordar Porque desde ese día no te he vuelto a mirar Estas ganas que tengo quieren irte a buscar Dime dónde te encuentras para poder llegar Te necesito tanto para poder volar Mi corazón te quiere y no lo pienso cambiar Nunca pierdo la fe de podernos encontrar Se rumora por la calle que eres una criminal Check out Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com. Hi there, everybody. This is Anne Hitch. Hey, everybody. I'm Art Alex Hucks from the band Everclear. My name's Danny Dreho. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Jeremiah, your love, home.
need help with your restaurant or hospitality business, see how we can help your business at hjlrestaurantadvisors.com. Hey, this is Jeff Stunk Baxter. Please open your heart and reach out to a veteran and let them know, number one, that they are loved and respected. You won't give up if they don't give up. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. I'm the general manager here at Lokita. I'm born and raised in the same as Valley, just 35 minutes up the way from here, in a very small town of Los Olivos. A little bit about my background. Started in hospitality when I was 15. I uh, worked at what was, or what still is, the Best Carter Hotel. That's where I kind of first fell in love with hospitality in general. I was a bellman that quickly kind of wanted to learn more. They did have a restaurant there and transitioned into a busser role uh, at a young age. So that's where I got my first taste of what really became to be a passion and now a career. And through that, I moved down to Santa Barbara, continued uh, with multiple restaurants, hotels, and have done all facets, but really food and beverage has been near and dear to my heart. That's also been very easy for me. Uh, my dad uh, started off uh, making wine. So he's been in the wine industry since 82. So another passion of mine really tied very closely to food and beverage is wine. Working at Nokita here for what is now almost five years. Started off as a server here at Nokita actually. And uh, started my new role as general manager uh, January 8th of this year. So it's been, it's, it's been a great year. It's been a, it's been a roller coaster. I mean, with any restaurant, I mean, for me, I think the most fun of it, or at least the fun part of it, is just the day-to-day. It's, uh, there's always an unknown uncertainties. I feel always kind of say I'm a firefighter. And... Uh, I'm constantly kind of putting out little fires all the time, but that's part of the fun, part of the draw, definitely. And I've got to say, I mean, being here at Lokita, I'm definitely lucky enough to have this great restaurant that has such a, an amazing energy and feel. And of course, working closely now with uh, Chef Sergey and another passionate person just really helps me and allows me to keep everything elevated here on the front end. I've been fortunate enough to visit Spain a few times. 
So a country that's very near and dear to me as well. I uh, love the culture, the cuisine, the vermouth, the Jerez, the sherry, I think just extremely unique. And also just being able to have that on our menu here as well really sets us apart from most restaurants. I mean, we're able to really work with products and ingredients that are, I mean, just not only unique to Spain, but just really provide that experience here in Santa Barbara. So that's another really fun facet and great area. I would say apart from that are wines that we have to offer. Uh, my cohort, Stephanie, does an amazing job of curating this beautiful wine list. I mean, being that we are Spanish, it is a predominantly Spain-influenced menu. We're really pulling things from all over. Canary Island, which are just more kind of on the western border of Northern Africa. So some really fun, unique uh, varietals to, I mean, Northwestern Spain, featuring albarinos, mentias, uh, all these great food wines that get aired through Chef's Beautiful Paellas, Tapas, uh, featuring Bocaditos. Um, you can really have a whole unique experience here at Lakita. Um, again, just very easy to warm in here, having all these great products. I would say, or also just uh, being my fifth year here at Lokita, coming up within the next few months, uh, Lokita is going to be turning six years since it first opened its doors back in September 28th. So we'll be at our six-year point. Uh, we're looking into doing some really fun things for that weekend prior to the 28th. Uh, be on the lookout for that. Chef is always kind of R&Ding some really fun things. Uh, we're working with uh, some great vendors to get in really special cured, cured meats and unique cuts. And of course, we'll pair that with some beautiful vermouth, which is that Spanish aromatized fortified wine. I had my fair share of vermouth all in Spain. This is something that they really enjoy throughout their meal, but it's really used as an aperitif served over ice. So you get a lot of that kind of bacon spice warming notes to this wine there. And each restaurant or bodega will have their vermouth de la casa really fun and unique i think it's also part of this that ties in for food and beverage i always I love that story that really goes with it and when i was in spain so much of it was family related oriented i had really had this great story of someone's grandfather who started this restaurant and then they're just drinking vermouth with them and they're sitting there as you know they're kind of giving you their lifeblood of this place and then some hole in the wall. And I feel like Lokita is not a hole in the wall, but is that for uh, many people. I feel that uh, I'm lucky enough again to work in this place where we create and have these wonderful experiences for people. I mean, from people who are here getting married, uh, proposed to their wives, have almost made it a yearly anniversary restaurant. We are that. So it's uh, another one of those things that really feel lucky enough and fortunate to work with such great products and just a place that has that energy where people want to spend their time, their anniversaries, their birthdays. Um, it's really fun and unique. I mean, as you walk through here, you see 
our projector playing flamenca dancers. You have our bartenders shaking up cocktails or table side. You see someone pouring a boron. Uh, for those that don't know, a boron is a Spanish vessel that's used to for a uh, style of wine in the Basque region known as a uh, chocolate or a uh, Basque cider. So as you're pouring this into a bodega or a caña glass, it really releases some of that effervescence and aromatics. Uh, our open kitchen, you just get these aromas and wafting fragrances as you walk by. It's just all part of the experience really here. And, um, something that's so unique. And uh, not to mention our beautiful patio, which ties in with the Proven being, uh, again, just adding to the whole overall ambiance. Uh, we'll have some pretty good expansions in front as well. Yeah, just a great restaurant, great energy. If you have not been to 202 State Street here in Santa Barbara, come and see what uh, we have to offer for you. So much of it also, I have to say, you know, part of a great restaurant, what makes it as much as the back of house having all that help and being here early mornings, cooking our stocks, our broths, um, I mean, go hand in hand, I would say the front of house. I also, you know, pride myself on being part of the training and having just adding to that energy and having a good culture all around for a restaurant. We have staff that has been here for years, um, being from servers to server assistants. Uh, this all kind of goes to with really having, you know, a product that people believe in. This really makes their job easy. I mean, from the food to the wine to the cocktails. I mean, everyone's really here to elevate and create that experience. So it makes also partially my job easy working with such a great team and having just a great feel to it. And I think they get to see it. As they walk in, it's almost kind of like a, like a family-oriented kind of style of service. So, kind of that going back to uh, visiting these restaurants in Spain, where these owners were so happy and kind of just wanted to show you everything and showcase. I feel like the staff here is almost the same way. I mean, as they all have their favorite dishes, as do I, as the chef. Uh, I gotta say, the food and the carpaccio like that are amazing. Um, so, just really that you kind of can just go off on and talk about is just very easy for the staff as well um, and really create and create this experience for you. I feel like me and Chef are very positive people and really try to look on the bright side and you know there's uh, actually a great story uh, just not too long ago uh, we had a little issue in the kitchen where six of our burners went down and it happened to be the side where we took our pipes. So we only have 12 burners in total that actually make 12 items for a busy restaurant, which is already kind of uh, short there. But our kitchen's so dialed in that they're able to still do this volume. So we're down six burners. We have six. It's Saturday night. Books are, we're set. High level. So we uh, improvise and uh, put out two of our large format paellas that we usually hold for parties. I mean, these pans are maybe four feet in diameter, three feet in diameter. Those are about 55 feet. So we put two of those out there on the patio. And we do service and maybe turn those paellas two times each. So you can imagine the amount of rice and ingredients that went out there. But I mean, you know, we made light of a bad situation and we ended up having a, a great night. 
people got to see these large format IAs being prepared right next to the table and just, you know, again, you get to visually see where your food's coming from. Chef was out there just talking about the ingredients. And I think that just connected them to maybe an experience they had in Spain. You know, I mean, such a big thing of the pie is that we always try to achieve on all of us is that caramelized layer and uh, sofora. So as you scrape the bottom of the pie, as you put on uh, low and slow, the broth goes to the very bottom and it creates like that crunchy, crisp layer. So you a lot of the flavors down there. It's all a little bit better as you scrape it. But um, yeah, we had people out there just bringing up the cameras, little kids running up there and just taking pictures with our chef. And I'm pretty sure he's uh, all over Instagram now. It's <laughs> famous. Yeah, that was a great kind of way to turn things around there for uh, having six burners out on a Saturday night. And speaking to those large format pies for the future of Lokia, what we've done a few in the past and are looking to continue to do is always doing wine events, kind of getting with some purveyors. Maybe there's a new spirit or a vermouth and sherry, just kind of really keeping to our Spanish cuisine here. We will be hosting in the future, uh, looking into doing parties with some of our wine reps. Again, doing maybe some Tempranillo, some Perez. And uh, these large format pies are always fun and great. Uh, we are going to be doing our annual New Year's Day party uh, here at Lokita, which uh, we've had for the last few years. A uh, big tradition in Spain that I didn't know was on New Year's. So was, they eat grapes. They'll have usually a like, grapes in the cluster and that will be kind of the reserve part of the table we'll have to do uh continue something along those lines there for sure definitely for me and what i'm looking to do with lokita is really keep it fun lively but still an elevated great place where you can have just your memorable experience and just remember that one time that the gentleman came out with a barone and was pouring wine and that like this and it was really just such a great experience and just i think after we did that large format pie out there Maybe looking for something a little bit more to do in that in the future, definitely. So, uh, again, my name is Gerardo Ibarra. I'm the general manager of Lokita. Come in and see me. I'm here uh, five nights a week, if not even seven.
Hi, this is comedian Mods Chobrani, and you are listening to The Jeremiah Show. Listen, man. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to Dr. D for making our voices come alive on the airwaves and to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Be sure to check out our very own Richard Dugan, a.k.a. Dr. D, Peabody Award-nominated radio show. Tell me your story every Sunday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and sound and engineer producer Richard Dr. D. Dugan and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. I'm up putting my guns in the ground I can't shoot them anymore That cold black cloud is coming down This is Miles Copeland. Yeah, I just had the honor of speaking to the Jeremiah Show. Who would have believed that little old me would have the opportunity to speak on such a prestigious show? And they even talked about my book, Two Steps Forward, One Step Back, My Life in the Music Business. So it was a great pleasure to uh, be on that show, the Jeremiah Show. I love you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.